La, 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 wait till I get my money right. I had a dream I could buy my way to heaven. When I woke, I smit that on a necklace. I told God I'll be back in a second. Man, it's so hard not to act reckless. The whom much is given, much is tested. Get arrested, guess until he get the message. Hey, what's up? We are back in the break room. Me, Charles Carter Third, my boy Evan Schumar coming through the screen. Fireteller is coming through Zoom this time, man. It is freezing outside. It's like what, 36? 35? It is it is brick ass outside, is what it is. Bro, it's too cold. Like, uh <laughs> it, I, I, how have I turned the heat on at all this entire year? Like I don't know for like a good span of like six months, I ain't even touched the heater. This is like the first the first day I've even touched the heater. Even when it's been like 60 or 50, I don't even I'm like I'm good. That's usually like where I want it. You know what I mean? Like it cold so you can bundle up. But yeah, bro, it's freezing outside, man. Yeah, I had to work outside in this today and my hands were going numb and Ooh. it was cold. <laughs> bro, about the pools, it's like a wet cold too. So you like Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Ooh. So like I like touch a metal pole. And my hands are literally like freezing off. <laughs> yeah. That shit trying to trash, but hey man, so let's go and get to it. Let's go and address the bird in the room. Nah, I said the bird in the room, elephant in the room. Let's get to it. Okay, so I'm gonna go ahead and like formally concede to our bit, because it's kind of like no, no way. I'm not a soul, I'm gonna be gonna be real. It is what it is. So uh recapping our pickups, we differed on two games, two of the uh, wild card games. That was the Patriots. Patriots and Bills game and the what was the Cowboys and San Francisco? Yes, sir, it was. And yours truly, you know, oh. picked correctly to secure my 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 2021-2022 Pickums Championship right here. Okay, so let's be real. So this is the first year we ever did this, but let's be real. Did you think the Bills and Patriots game is gonna go like that? Let's like just be real. Oh no, I didn't no, I didn't expect him to win by 30. No. I mean, the game itself was it, it, it was still entertaining. I mean, there was just a lot of plays made out there that the Patriots just couldn't really respond to. I mean, Josh Allen came out there, did the thing, the interception by uh, Micah Hyde. I mean, the first though, not the first one, the last time the Patriots played the Bills, Mac Jones threw the ball all of like three times. You know, this time, you know, weather was, you know, you know, a little bit uh it was really, really cold, but it wasn't like as windy as it was. He threw the ball 38 times and uh they just didn't really have much of a ground game and the Bills just kind of came out there and did their thing. And um they they actually got it going on the ground, which was kind of surprising because you know, Josh Allen was super effective passing. He only had four incompletions and threw for five touchdowns. So he just went out there and you know, everybody's had a day basically. I know, man, especially like okay, so even around like just sports media in general, they kind of been kind of questioning Josh Allen. Like, you know, not saying he's not good. People just been like, you know, maybe he's like a little overhyped or whatever. But because the Bills were seeming like they were kind of underperforming because the Patriots kind of rose up in their division, people kind of mm-hmm. picking the Bills to be a Super Bowl contender early on in the season, but then it wasn't looking like that. But now here they are blowing out the Patriots, blowing out Bill Belichick, which I did not expect. Like, not at all. I did not, not expect like, I, I, I expected better from Bill yeah, <laughs> more if, than anybody. <laughs> if the Bills won, I was thinking like it's gonna be on some go deep to digs. You know what I mean? It's gonna be something like super miraculous, you know, maybe a field goal or something, but I wasn't expecting no the game to be over by the by halftime, you know. So 
But yeah, like me and Josh are going for five touchdowns. Like on Bill Belichick, like. I understand, you know, he's not strapped up out there, you know, at, at free safety or anything to prevent that. But it's just something that we have never seen the Patriots just get bullied in the playoffs like that. I mean, I understand that where we're removed from the Tom Brady era of things. So, like, you have to look at it a little bit differently with Mac Jones being there. But the culture is still the culture, you know. A lot of people – there's still a lot of roster turnover from when Tom was there, especially on the defensive side. So, I just expected better. But, hey, shout-out to the Bills. They came out there, did the thing. They did, man. They balled. And I, yeah, I cut off that game, bro, because I knew what was on the line, man. Part of my beer was on the line. Some, like, essential water was on the line. And once I saw it, I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's one game down. He said, not the beard. Bro, like, it's, like I said, bro, it's like 35 degrees outside, man. I can't have this, like <laughs> – Hey, you, you know what it sounds like? Sounds like back in, you know, September, October, November, and December, you know, you, sh- you should pick better. <laughs> oh, pick better. Okay, so we're going to – later on, we're going to go back and look at all the, like, picks we different on because, like, I forgot. Obviously, I can't recall all of them. Yeah, we, we got to see exactly what, what – uh, who who did you wrong? <laughs> right. And um, then the other game that was like – well, the other game you won, which was San Francisco and the Cowboys – Yes. That was a good game. It was a good game. It, it was. I, I, the 49ers, you know, Jimmy G just be scaring me a little bit, you know. He should have closed that game out before, but at the end of the day, I mean, everybody wants to blame the refs and stuff that happened. The Cowboys had, what, 14 penalties, I think? Yeah. They were just, they were just undisciplined, and those types of things happen. You know, if you're an undisciplined football team, you're going to get flagged. You can sit there, you know, Dak, you know, recanted his statement of, like, saying, like, basically, like, oh, that's what the refs get for, you know, fans throwing trash at them and stuff after the game. But the 49ers, they are – I did pick them at the beginning of the year to win the division, and they, I was wrong in that they didn't win the division, but they are still out here, you know, making making a name for themselves in the playoffs. Like, I feel like a lot of people kind of expected the Cowboys to win, but people that actually know football know that it's, it's that time of the year. And the Cowboys don't have a good run defense. So – when Elijah Mitchell, who's been their, you know, main back this year, and he he's popped up and, you know, played better than a lot of other people thought he was for a late-round pick, he had 96 yards on the ground and a touchdown. And then when you get an elite playmaker like Debo Samuel, 10 carries, 72 yards and a touchdown on top of, you know, him getting three catches, like – their offense is so versatile and it's so hard to, to, to plan for, and it's even harder to stop. And for the for the whole uh, Cowboys thing, it's just history. The Cowboys are just they they fold right after Thanksgiving. And the thing is, I bought into the hype. I did. I bought into the roster. I, Michael Parsons was doing so well. They they had a star-studded team, really. And I kind of just bought into what they could be and not what they are. You know what I mean? That's that was my whole folly with them. Granted, and I didn't. I'll give credit where credit is due. San Francisco rose to the challenge. They came with a great game plan, and they didn't waver. Like, so – and they took advantage of what the Cowboys always do. They Cowboys. They they fumble. They fold. They don't perf- They don't perform when it's, when it's needed, you know? So – Hey, congrats well, to the Cowboys. They got their first win in January in 10 years, but it was against the Eagles' backup. So, take that for what you will. <laughs> there you go. That, that, <laughs> man, like – Still no meaningful wins. Nothing. No meaningful. Nick Foles has more playoff wins than the Dallas Cowboys do 
<laughs> and it, and since like 2000, and it's it's crazy. Like, <laughs> hey, bro, honestly, we didn't even put this on our rundown. But what do you think? Of, what do you, what do you think is going to happen to Mike McCarthy? Do you think this Michael Parsons? I said no, Mike McCarthy. Oh, Mike McCarthy. I'll say <laughs> nothing better happen to Michael Parsons. They better keep him there. Michael Parsons, no. See, I don't know. I, I I really don't know because Jerry Jones is one of those owners to where if you're a coach, if you're a player, whatever, like, and he likes you, he's going to keep you around. Everybody knows that Jerry Jones, I mean, he's what the GM, the the president, the the owner, the CEO of the Cowboys. He he he's in charge of all the powerful roles. He 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 is all he is the Cowboys. So if he likes McCarthy, hey, I, I can see him, you know, finishing out his contract. I'm I'm honestly don't know what his contract looks like. But if he doesn't, I I'm not saying I could see them moving off of him. It would kind of surprise me, honestly. But if they did, it would make sense. In, in, in a way, because his game management and everything, it's like he he's not calling plays. Like, what what exactly you know does Mike McCarthy do at uh, an elite or high level? One that that run call, that that quarterback draw call to the middle of the field, and then not giving the ball to the ref, and then all that yeah. that, that was just like just bad. You got to pull a Larry Fitzgerald. You got to give that thing to the ref. <laughs> exactly, man. And it was. Yeah, I don't know if it's gonna call for his job. Like I said, I would be shocked if they did. Um, really, if they did, it would more so be just off of impatience in general, off the Cowboy fan base and Jerry Jones in general. I mean, not saying that I think so much of Mike McCarthy as a coach, uh, but to give some respect, what respect is due, he does have a ring. So, eh, I guess off that might give him like a little bit more time until the Cowboys fans just call for his head. <laughs> so. I guess we'll see. But, yeah, the, so, man, those are the two games. And I really should have just picked the, uh, the 49 just because the, it, the Cowboys do what they always do. They let you down, you know, so. That they historically have done and probably will continue to do for for a while until uh, – I'm not sure what it's going to take for that to change. I don't know if Jerry Jones just has to step down or what. Something. Because, like, even like Jerry Jones said, it's like we have way too talented of a roster to not be, you know, winning in the manner that they should be, which I agree with him. You know, you got a $40 million quarterback. You got two defensive player of the year candidates. You have one of the best receiving cores and one of the best offenses overall in the NFL. Well, no what's, what's the what's what's the reason why things aren't working here? You know, like they they, they got to figure out some uh, some answers and they got to figure it out soon. Otherwise, they're going to continue to stay on the track that they are. Yeah, man. And so for everybody, man, hey, look, that's been off our first segment of our Pickums recap and the wild card playoffs. Man, we're gonna come right back in a couple minutes, man. For our uh, y'all favorite segment, the Pickums segment. So, man, so take it easy. Follow us on the break room HOU. On Twitter and the dot podcast on Instagram at the break room podcast one on Facebook, man. So take it easy, we'll be right back. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the eighth wonder of the world. The flow of the century. Oh, it's timeless. Ho. Thanks for coming out tonight. You could have been anywhere in the world. All right, welcome back, everybody. We're fresh off, you know, going over a couple of the wild card games that really made a difference for our pickums and you know, let's just do it. You know, one one more time for the one time, Charles. We, we, we even though even though you you conceded, you lost. I respect it. I shake your hand virtually. You know, all love. I look forward to you know seeing you baby faced and uh, enjoying some some high quality nine point five pH 
alkaline water. You know what I'm saying? But um, let's go ahead. Let's get into this divisional round. I mean, we had an exciting wild card round. I'm looking forward to this. This is I just love the playoffs, bro. Just, just I'm smiling over here just even thinking about it. And we get to see some of the one seeds, you know, come uh, from each conference coming out here, fresh off the bye for the wild card. And uh, first game, Saturday, 3.30 Central Standard Time. Titans will host Joe Burrow and the Bengals, who are fresh off victory over the Raiders. Who you got? Bro, I know it's supposed to be like this, but it is so hard for me to pick between this game. Um, the Bengals have so much potential. They, you know, they, I don't say potential because it's towards the end of the season, but they said they constantly consistently surprise me, is what I'm really trying to get at. And part of me wants to just like ride that wave and just like, you know, bet on them and just let them, you know, see how far they can ride into the sunset. But I don't know, man. You know, part of me wants to go with, you know, well, the inexperience in the playoff, namely Joe Burrow uh, experience in the playoffs. And then the Titans have just, the Titans have exceeded everybody's expectations. We talked about it, a, uh, either, I think it was last episode or an episode before that. Without Derrick Henry, they're still averaging the same amount of yards per carry. So it, it's, it's tough, man. It's tough. And then I don't know if, is he, I don't know even know if Derrick Henry is coming back this game. Granted, if he does, he'll probably be limited. It'll be very limited. But at the same time, I'm just not sure. Yeah. So uh, I, I, before you officially put your pick in, I'm going to let you know what's going on with Derrick Henry. So they he had the broken foot and everything. They told him a 10 week window to uh, return and that would have put him back against the Texans obviously they didn't activate him off the IR so he didn't play in uh, the last week of the season but they have until Friday to make or to bring him off of the IR they still haven't I think they're keeping it close to the best they want to make the the Bengals you know come up with you know two different game plans one for Derrick Henry one with that without him so you know nobody really knows besides maybe Derrick Henry and Mike Vrabel with Derek, it's, it's it's two different picks. It's two. It's almost two different picks for me about what they get, what they could do if they game plan for Derek, and what they might do if they don't. Oh, they're playing in Tennessee, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tennessee's the one seed, so they're the one they will have home, field. have home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Yeah. Okay, so I'm a little worried. I'm actually gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Bengals, and I say that I'm not even super confident, but I'm gonna go with the Bengals. I fully agree with you. Yeah, I've seen them overcome just a little too much. Yeah, I, I, I just I just think that they just have a hot hand right now. Yeah, they kind of they I, I counted them out a while ago. So I, them to keep going, they yeah they consistently surprise me. Yeah, I, I'm I'm not 100 percent confident in this pick. To me, the but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Bengals, but by like a possession. Yeah, about about my thought. Yeah, if the Titans win, I wouldn't be surprised. You know what I mean, but yeah, yeah, but yeah, this 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 is so close. For the next game, we got the Rams and the Bucks. But that one, I am, I am not sure. I am sure, but here's the reason. Here's the reason that I'm so conflicted because I bet it against Tom Brady every single game in the playoffs last season. I didn't think they were going to beat the Saints. I didn't think they were going to beat Green Bay in Lambeau. Like, and they won, and he took. With, with no offseason and with some uh, free agent pickups, he took the team to, to a Super Bowl in the own stadium in his first year there. Like, this, 
it's like it's almost too much. You know what I'm saying? It is hard to bet against Tom, like you said earlier uh, in the season. <laughs> yeah, but they were, and but the Rams are going off against the Cardinals. The defense was there. Everybody was clicking. Cooper Cup. It was the Bucks are hurt in, in the DBs like they have been all season for the most part. Um, even though well, the Bucks, the Bucks actually got uh, some of their secondary players back, and they played against the Eagles, and they 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 played very well. <laughs> So, with the most, well, now with the offense line, I think the Bucks have one of the best offense lines in the league. But how will the Rams match up with that? I mean, you got Aaron Donald, you got Von Miller. Uh, you have such a comp, such a great defensive line and defensive, just the just the overall defensive team. Mm-hmm. Mm, so I'm gonna go with the Rams. But I, I almost feel crazy just saying that because he, I did this last year and I was wrong being with Tom going against Tom like that. Hey, I I, I picked the upset in the first game. This one, hey, Sunday, it's gonna be two o'clock in Tampa. I understand that the Bucks, you know, they're, they're kind of depleted at uh, wide receiver right now. But I, I like like you said, I it's hard to pick against Tom, but. I'm not picking against him right here. I understand that you just did, but they have a great I'm gonna take the Bucks. Okay, and they have a great rotation with their title with OJ Howard and Gronk and Brave. And- yeah, and they have an uh, I mean, it, just as good as a rotation on the defensive line too. They they keep fresh bodies in there and everything, so I just gonna allow everybody to play at their best level. So winner of all these games, you know, are you gonna go to the championship game? That, that, that would be wild if the Bengals like win this game and they make yeah. it to the AFC Championship. I, I don't think even Bengals fans pre- could predict that at the beginning of the season. <laughs> It'd be huge. Oh man, I almost want to change it. Go back with Tom just because of what happened last year. Like I did the same thing. <laughs> I mean, hey, hey, oh, we, 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 it, it's not like it matters, you know. At this point, <laughs> it's not like it matters. It's not like it matters, yeah. man. Like. You know what? You know what? I will go with Tom just because those are our earlier listeners. Ah, he hit the switcheroo. Ah, listen, listen, listen. Because yeah, you weren't here with us at this point. So if the listeners remember uh, our journey to the playoffs last year, last season, I said if Tom takes Tampa to the to a Super Bowl in their own stadium in his first year there, I will never bet against Tom in the playoffs ever again. So it's just. I you almost went against your own word, but you came back to it. Yeah, I came back to it because I remember, I remember it. Because, but yeah, so that definitely, yeah, I'm gonna go with Tom. I'm gonna go with Tampa. All right. Well, so far, you know, we're both agreeing on it. The other Saturday game is gonna be Saturday night. 49ers fresh off a of victory in Dallas. Gotta go hike up to frigid, cold Green Bay. I will be taking Aaron Rodgers. Oh yes, same, same. Yeah, yeah, I think I think I think it's gonna be a, a pretty solid game, but I feel that the Packers, you know, home field advantage, January and Lambeau. It, yeah. I mean, hey, it's not much more to than you said. It's just hard to get a win in Lambeau, especially this yeah. time of year. <laughs> but but uh, uh, you know, getting an actual real take on the game. The Packers are getting healthier. They're going to get back uh, David Bakhtiari, the left tackle. They're going to get back um, 
Zadarius Smith, they're probably going to get back uh, Jair Alexander, it looks like. So they're getting back some of their marquee pieces that they've been without all season or majority of the season with. And they've been rolling, you know, just as well as they have, you know, coming off of a first round bye for the number one seed. Yeah, give me give me Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. Okay. And for the last one, man, Bills and the Chiefs. Sunday night. Ah, see this one right here. So the weather actually, I, I did look this up earlier. Um, the weather's actually not supposed to be too bad in Kansas City because I know out, you know, uh, out there in Missouri, you can get a little, um, little cold, a little windy. It's only supposed to be like forty-eight degrees, so it's not like the Bills got to, you know, playing another just crazy weather game or anything like that. Bills are hot, but I'm still taking the Chiefs. Same. I. I- I would definitely bet against um, bet against him to do it twice. Hey, yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, nah, I was definitely saying I definitely bet against Josh Allen to do that same thing twice. <laughs> but, that confident? <laughs> yeah, no, nah, yeah. So, no, nah, yeah, I'm, I'm going with the Chiefs, man. I don't think he's going to do that, uh, perform like that two times in a row. Because he was borderline perfect. Mm, okay, okay. So... It seems like we got a similar look on the divisional round, which means that on the break room, we're essentially predicting a Chiefs and Bengals AFC championship game in a repeat of last year, the Bucks and the Packers in the NFC. Yeah. Let's spend a quick little second, you know, talking about if that were the case. Who you got going to the Super Bowl then? If you got the Bucks and the Packers in the uh, in the NFC Championship, and then you got to say the uh, the Chiefs and the Bengals in the AFC. Mm-hmm. Ooh, uh, well, okay, I'm going with the Chiefs. If the Chiefs play the, the Bengals, I'm going with the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> if, hey, and we laugh, but the Bengals just beat Kansas City a couple weeks ago. Yeah, oh, yeah, it's just at what point? And so, if the Bengals win this game, it's do like, we start taking them seriously as a contender? It, it's like, do you remember, was it last year or the year before? I can't remember. Um, when the Browns beat Pittsburgh. Yeah, that, that, was, that was last year, yeah. That was last year. And you, I forgot what player it was on, on uh, Steelers that said, it's, they're just the Browns. They're still the Browns. <laughs> and they got beat. You know what I mean? Like, you remember that? I, I'm almost trying to fight that mentality in my head about the Bengals. Like, I, I see what they are. You know what I mean? It's like the mentality I should have had about the Cowboys. <laughs> and so... I'm trying to... I mean, like, the Chiefs aren't as invincible as they used to be. We've definitely seen, like, they're very much human. Ah, uh, okay, so it was Juju Smith-Schuster. Or as like a lot of people call him, Boo Boo Smith-Schuster. Um, yeah, call called the Browns, you know, nameless gray faces, you know. <laughs> Yeah, and we're happy we're playing against the Browns in the playoffs. That's damn. You know those like freezing cold takes that one like Twitter account that just gets like the worst like sports takes or like opinions that people have, yeah. and, and it posted like a, like a year later, or, you know, six months later. That that's one of those that should be like put up in the. I, I don't want to say like Hall of Fame of those, but like Pro Bowl caliber, you know, like. Bad takes. <laughs> definitely, hope. man. That's, that's definitely should go up there. Like right next to the one where Boy um, Jackson said that Stephen Clay was going to be the greatest back, uh, shooting backcourt in history, and people laughed at him for saying that. That's one of the better takes. That that that's a great take. That that was 
Oh, that's a great take. I'm just I'm talking about most of the people that disagreed with it. It was a whole bunch of people that said like, "Oh, Mark Jackson, uh, his almost he's about to be fired anyway," and all this other stuff. Like, I mean, hey, only Mark Jackson knew. <laughs> only he knew. All right, so yeah, I would pick the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game if that is the matchup, and then if the Packers and Bucks play, it'll be back in Lambeau again. And I just hate that. Aaron Rodgers has the same NFC championship record as Donovan McNabb. <laughs> and Donovan McNabb was, was a good quarterback, right? But nobody ever puts him in the same echelon as Aaron Rodgers. So do I trust – the question I'm asking myself is, do I trust Aaron Rodgers to beat Tom Brady in the championship game at home – for the you know because two straight years left to face them, you know as of right now it's just a um, see I, I would probably have to take the Packers because if they do like I just said uh, for them to beat the 49ers, if they do get their stars back, um, you know very very important cornerstone pieces on their team. Yeah, I think and if they could just continue to roll, I think that they'll probably be slightly slightly better than the Bucks. Okay, if they were to play, I'm going with the Bucks. Not only because I said like I was going to stay going with the Bucks, but more so. <laughs> He's like an actual take about it. I know it's only one game against the Eagles, which was in the playoffs, but their defense showed up. And I think there's something to be said about the Bucks' defense in the playoffs. They showed up last year with the Saints when Tom wasn't going, doing something late in the second half. They showed up against uh, Green Bay again when they played them in the playoffs, and they showed up in the Super Bowl. And so they turned up again. Like I said, granted, it was just the Eagles, but mm-hmm. – um, they, they, they perform in the playoffs. And so I know it's just a sample size, but I think there's something to be said about that. I think they'll do it again against Green Bay. Yeah, I think that's just what you're saying with the Bucks defense in the playoffs. I think that's just a testament to their coaching. Mm-hmm. I mean, Todd Bowles is the real deal. He is one of the premier defensive coordinators in this league. And they just have um, a, a great, you know, staff overall. They've uh, put together, you know, a lot of, a lot of good names. And, you know, uh, one of the great, you know, points of that too is, you know, you know, come, come from the white guy out here. It's like, bro, they got a predominantly black coaching staff too. So like, that's great for the NFL because they'll be the next people like buying left, which, Offensive coordinator, Todd Bowles, like I just said, the defensive coordinator, they're going to be the next guys to be, you know, interviewed for head coaching positions. And right now, there's only one black head coach in in, in the league, and that is Mike Tomlin. And I think that there are so many coaches that are, you know, like like a Todd Bowles. Maybe Byron Leftwich isn't quite ready to be a head coach, but like, you know, for the fact that he's in that discussion after only being an offensive coordinator for the Bucs for a couple years, you know, says something. And if they get the Bruce Arian stamp, I feel like it'll just be, you know, Good for them. And uh, Todd Bowles, I'm not I'm not sure how much longer he's going to have defensive coordinator as his title. Yeah, man. I really hope they can move on and become head coaches themselves. And like I said, getting the Bruce Aaron step, that definitely always helped their case. It's just, well, and I'm not trying to play devil's advocate. Well, I guess I got to play devil's advocate. Um, what happened with Brian Flores, his firing, like, nobody agreed with. Like, it didn't really make sense. He kind of transformed that team from nothing into, like, not saying they were so, so relevant, super relevant, but at the same time, they were they were nowhere near what they used to be. So, like, and then we saw the same thing that happened with David Cully in Houston. Like, he, he got blackballed. He got scapegoated. Done he, foul. 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 <laughs> and un, look, unnecessarily. 
And so I don't know these coaches' minds. Um, I just know probably, uh, like I said, there's only one black head, head black coach, and that's Mike Tomlin. Um, I'm not a black coach in the NFL, but being as a black guy, I'm, not, I'm pretty sure those are things they're probably looking at. Granted, I don't know their relationships with some of these franchises because, you know, I'm pretty sure it becomes a t- small community the higher up you go into the NFL. So I'm pretty sure they all probably know each other or have seen each other or whatever. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that might be something they're thinking about. And I hope it's something they keep in mind about how they've done some of these other coaches. Yeah. And, you know, there are, you know, take it, whether you like it or not, there are incentives to hiring, you know, minority coaches as well, you know, yeah. extra draft picks, you know, stuff like that, that can help incentivize, you know, teams to do that. Cause Todd Bowles was a head coach beforehand. Mm-hmm. It just happened to be on the New York jets. Yeah. Like right, he he came in right after Rex Ryan left, and the Jets were a dysfunctional franchise, and still are a dysfunctional franchise, and have been a dysfunctional franchise for the last you know twenty thirty years. So, I, I I believe that Todd Bowles is uh should be a prime candidate if he wants to be. You know, some some people you know after they do that like hey maybe I just want to stick to be a coordinator. Cool, respect that. Yeah. But I believe that he should get another opportunity to be a head coach. In this league, who doesn't want to see like a change in the league, man? I hope it. Uh, I hope that they like. I hope they pursue that, you know, just to kind of add to the numbers of minority mm-hmm. coaches in general, and you know, bring some more diversity out there. So I don't know. I'm with it. I'm definitely hoping like they take that opportunity if it's presented. Facts. I agree with you. Yeah, man. Um, so okay. So did you say you were going? You were going with the Packers for that Bucks and, and Packers game? Yeah, as of right now, I'd pick them right now. Okay, okay. So you're looking at for both championship games. We're looking at the Bengals and Chiefs, the Packers and the Bucks, and then for a Super Bowl, I'm looking at the Bucks and Chiefs again, and you were looking at the Packers and the Chiefs. Yes. Okay. Now, if you were to get your way, who would you see winning that game? Oh, that's a shootout. Oh, that's a shootout. Oh, I would I would want it to be a shootout. I'd pray for a shootout. The bro, Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes duking it out. You cannot tell me that would not be one of the most entertaining Super Bowls in recent memory. It would have oh man, yeah. We already Possibly got- of all time. Huh? That 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 might be one of those games where I could see it kind of like the Patriots Eagles, you know, they'll probably get close to setting a record, you know, most yards in a game, you know, most points scored in the game in the Super Bowl. So, ooh. so in these types of situations, like I would have to take Aaron Rodgers. He's just straight up playing better than Patrick Mahomes. Like, and there's, there's no debating that. So Packers over Chiefs. If 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 Aaron Rodgers, you know, just all right. So just, let, let's look at a hindsight for like a second. So if Aaron Rodgers, after all the crap that happened in the off season, were to come through, you know, last dance, this and that, yada yada, and get a ring, that would be like you couldn't. Aaron Rodgers already is like I don't want to say he's arrogant, but he's very self confident. He already carries himself yeah. a certain way. You wouldn't be able to tell Aaron Rodgers shit. <laughs> Do you think that will make him stay? Yeah. You think so? 
that, that would be the best thing for him to stay unless he just straight up doesn't want to play anymore. That's what or that's just, the, way, that's the, the only way. thing that could make him stay is a championship, right? You would think. <laughs> you would think, but I don't know what Aaron Rodgers wants. Like, I don't know if he wants more money. I don't know because, and then if he want, if it was all about a ring, the best place for him is in Green Bay. So I, I don't like I say. So if it's not money, and it's not a ring, is it respect? Like, do you want control? Like, I don't. I can't just peek into the mind of Aaron Rodgers because I, you know, I just don't have that kind of power. But it's hard for me to pin down what he might do because I don't know what he wants. I. I don't think anybody knows what Aaron Rodgers wants. Does Aaron Rodgers even know what Aaron Rodgers wants? Yeah, man. I think he's just playing a game. Like he just he just likes having like having fun with these people. So I think it'll be the Bucks and the Chiefs. And if it's the Bucks and the Chiefs, I'm going Bucks. So okay. if it's the Bucks and Chiefs, I probably see. I think the Chiefs is time. Yeah, the Chiefs is time? Yeah, just because. You know, they lost last time. They might, you know, have a little, little little sour taste in their mouth. Just make it interesting. Yeah, I'll take the Chiefs in that. Okay. And for your game, I would probably take the – oh, man. Okay. It was fun to let you think about it, but now I'm trying to think about it. I'm like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, it's a little, it's a little harder once that uh, microphone get pointed to your direction. Yeah, huh? yeah. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I could hmm, – I could see it. Mm. I'm gonna go with Chiefs just because, like, I I feel like Patrick Mahomes has the same amount, of, the same talent as Aaron Rodgers, but I think he just has more weapons. So I'm just gonna go with the Chiefs on that one. Okay, fair enough, brother. <laughs> we made a short episode this time, so like that's gonna wrap it off. This is gonna be episode 38. We didn't even say that in the beginning. Um, hey, people know. People <laughs> know. What is it? Treinta y ocho. Yeah, Spanish, Espanol. You got me on point. Point oui. Yeah. Yeah, I had to think about it for a second. <laughs> you, good, you good. Trilingual, as always. Thanks, man. So that's been it for episode 38. Uh, follow us on the Breakroom HOU on Twitter and d.breakroom.podcast on Instagram and three the Breakroom Podcast one on Facebook. Follow me at three.last underscore king on Twitter and my boy Evan at Evan Schumar TV. Yeah, man. So follow us. And like I said, we're going to come with some more information. I don't know if you guys heard. You're going to hear last episode about we have an event coming up March 12th through the 13th. Yes, um, sir. End Zone 7-on-7 tournament. It's a two-day tournament, 80 teams. We will be in attendance. We will also be doing a live show that day. And so, man, come out. Check us out. Check out the new talent, man. You got kids coming from all over the country. It's going to be 15U and 18U. A bunch of highly recruited guys and some under-recruited guys you're going to see. Um, You're going to see them compete, man. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be in March, too. It's not going to be this stupid, freezing cold, you know. So, man, it's going to be – it should be warm. It should be a good time, man. Looking forward to the weather, for sure. Really looking forward to the weather. That might be the best part. So, come out, kick it with us, man. Kick it in the break room, man. Chop it up, chop it up with us, man. So, see us then. And uh, Evan, bro, you have some words for the people. Hey, I appreciate everybody's, you know, ongoing support with us. And uh, again, you know, I said this last episode, but I appreciate the patience as well. You know, the month of December was uh, had a lot going on for both of us. You know, nah, seriously, car situations, coronavirus lurking in our homes. Man, really, <laughs> Just lurking in our homes. <laughs> <laughs> man, I went through like a whole. Uh, uh, 
what do you call it? Bottle, I guess, of uh, the white, like the Lysol wipes and stuff like that. Disinfectant wipes. I took about half a can of like Vicks for my chest, bro. Like it was was a lot. Like, yeah, man. So like, yeah, we better, man. We hope everybody's staying safe and, you know, wear your mask, protect yourselves, protect everybody around you, you know, so. Yeah, don't forget to stay hydrated just because it's cold out there too, people. That too, that too. (laughs) That too. See you, man. That's my episode. That's my episode 38. Y'all take it easy, man. We'll holler at y'all later. Five eight K's and they pop and sing. Got five little bays and they pop and drink. If it's not bright pink, then it's not my drink. These bright white links make your eyesight weak. Running through a bag like you two money. New Orleans niggas got boo money. I boo do something. I wish you do something. Milking this shit like the Yoohoo bunny. Got the private plane lit and the Bluetooth running. Told you gonna spit like a new tube coming. Everybody five like the Fubu coming.